beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design, and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. First Corinthians 2. Please keep standing. We'll read from verse 11. 1 Corinthians 2 from verse 11 to 13. And then I will start to teach. And get ready for eruptions. Amen. Are you sure you're ready? Don't your neighbor say, good to see you, good to see you, good to see you. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Say this to me, I'm inheritance minded. I am not an orphan. I have a daddy. I have daddy. He left me a fortune. He left me a fortune. And I am taking delivery, am taking delivery. Of, all of all that is in my fortune. I am not leaving anything on the table. Glory, hallelujah. First Corinthians 2 from verse 11. Let's read together. It says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Next verse. Now. Somebody say now. Now. Say it again. Say now. Now Now we have what? Received. Not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely Giving to us of God. Can you say glory, hallelujah? Verse 13, let's read together, everybody. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Glory to God. So, this is the final episode of Inheritance Minded. And this episode title is We Moved Up. This is the reading of the wheel. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Are you ready? So, in your inheritance is never received in isolation. It's never received in isolation. It's always received in partnership with the Holy Ghost. Are you hear what I'm saying? You come into partnership with the Holy Ghost to receive your inheritance. Last week we talked about trusting that, they, that you have a heritage. Trusting, putting your trust on your heritage. This week we are talking about taking delivery. All right? Knowing all that belongs to you. And you cannot know except by the Holy Ghost. Glory, hallelujah. All right, so put the scripture on the screen. It says, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. It says, for what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. 
now we have received not the spirit of the world so there is a spirit of the world and one of the character traits of the spirit of the world is fear the spirit of the world is a fearful spirit it's a spirit of bondage again to fear glory hallelujah how do you know you're walking with the light of the world is when you are constantly in bondage to fear but god has not given us the spirit of fear Glory, hallelujah. It says we have not received the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit which is of God, that we might know. That word know means to discern. Please write that down. Very important. It means to discern, number one. Number two, it means to understand. So you might know. You might be able to discern. You might come to understand. It also means an experimental acquaintance all right an experiential acquaintance so you are experimenting with this it's something that you have come to be acquainted with by experience you know glory hallelujah he says that you might know the things that are given to us freely of god now it's so important that you know the things that are given to you freely of god so that you don't pay for them again so that you are able to use that which is given. Put it in verse 12. Put it in verse 12. So I said to know means to discern. It means to understand. It means to be experimentally acquainted. Or experientially acquainted. Alright. Now without the spirit of God. Without the Holy Ghost. Alright. It will be impossible for you to take delivery of your fortune. It will be impossible. Listen, this inheritance-mindedness is a partnership. It's a partnership with the Holy Ghost. And the other thing is to be inheritance-minded is to be conscious. Listen, the Holy Ghost. Hear me. Hear me. Look at me, everybody. The power of God is here. Glory, hallelujah. How do you know somebody is awake? The person is asleep, for example, and then they wake up. You say, the person is now awake, right? Or you say somebody is in coma and then they come out of coma. You say they are now conscious. Now that's the human spirit, right, that has come back. Our being awake and our, our awokeness is in the Holy Ghost. Mm, let me say that again. We are awake in the spirit. As per how do you know a person is alive or a believer is awake? Is when they are in the spirit, in tune with the Holy Ghost, knowing what he has designed for them and walking in it. So Tosan is awake. We're not just saying she's physically conscious. It means that she's in tune with the Holy Ghost. And that's what it means to be awake. You can be living and not be awake. A person can, their eyes are open, their ears are open. They can hear, they can see, but they are not awake. Because to be awake are you getting what I'm saying? It's to be in sync with the Holy Ghost, to know the things that are freely given to you of God, and to be able to participate with those things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, how do you stay awake? You stay in sync with the Holy Ghost. How do you stay woke? A lot of people's wokeness is the, is the ungodly kind of wokeness. No, you stay woke by staying in tune with the Holy Ghost. It says, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Say this with me. I have received, I have received 
It does not say you are going to receive. It says you have now received the spirit which is of God. Glory, hallelujah. That you might know on his level the things that have been freely given to you of God. Now, what are these free things? What are these free things? These are the things that are called the blessings of redemption. The blessings of redemption. A lot of people don't know the blessing of redemption. They don't know the blessings that have come with redemption. And God wants you to know the blessings of redemption. Number one, your sins are forgiven. Say that with me. My sins are forgiven. Say it again. Say my sins are forgiven. Glory. Hallelujah. He says that you may know. Now listen to this. Very important. He says you have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God that you may know. Now listen. A lot of times people think they know and they should stop knowing. It's to know and continue to know. Glory. Hallelujah. Every day that you live will present you with events for which you would have to know again. That you have received the things of the spirit. Every day you live. It might be disappointment that will try to come. You have to know again. So it's not a one-time knowing. It's a knowing that is consistent. The same way many of you don't eat rice once in a year. Are you guys what I'm saying? It's a continuous knowing. Glory to God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? That we may know. You know, many times people will say, well, I know. Okay, now an event has come up. Know again. The things that are freely given to you of God. Now your body seems to be misbehaving. Know again. Is that you may know and continue to know. In other words, you're using superior knowledge. You're using spiritual knowledge to, to counter every natural idea that is coming to your mind. I know and I know again. It's a kind of knowing that is superimposing in nature. Are you getting what I'm saying? Something happens that seems to be in the negative. A knowing that superimposes. Not just, I know. Alright? Then when the time comes to put to work what you know, you say, and, and, maybe, maybe it's not what he really said. But I've been knowing since now, Pastor. I've been knowing since all through the year. Nothing seems to have happened. No, I know, and I know again. And I continue to know. And I stay with what I know. Hallelujah. And I magnify what I have come to know. That you might know. The reason why it's important for you to know. Is that look. Listen. If you don't know. You will be shortchanged in life. You will beg for things that are yours by redemption. You will, you will plead for things. You will go down to your knees. For things that are yours by righteousness. You will be weak and beggarly. But God has not given you a weak and beggarly conscience. Let me tell you, consciences that cannot carry big things is weak and beggarly. Every time a big project is thrown on you, you cower down. That's a beggarly conscience. You're always making an excuse for not being qualified. The devil is a liar. Jesus is the Messiah. I get what I'm saying? Whenever they call, you are the first to come out. Why? God has not given you. Say that with me. I don't have a weak and beggarly conscience. Somebody meets you on the road and say, you're looking good. You say, well, <laughs> what's that? You say, well, don't, don't say that. Stop it. Stop it. Or you say, you say, me? Ah, if you know what I've been through. Or oh, <laughs> we, we, ju we just they manage. What kind of talk is that? We just they manage. Oh, your eyes are just open. I'm looking good. Ah, you're just getting to know. 
I was born that way. Hallelujah. Blood was shed for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? That we are not apologetic about the things we know. We, are not, we don't apologize for the things we know. It's an experiential knowledge. In fact, I call it a mingling. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That you are mingled with what you know to the point that you cannot separate it. Let me tell you, you know, there are some products that for them to stick, they have, they have to be flipped at a rate such that oil and water will now mix. You know, oil and water doesn't mix. But there is a way you're going to flip stuff such that they will now make and become solid, and mix and become solidified. You see how we mix these things is by the Spirit. Listen, look up at me, everybody. Your spiritual life, your spiritual identity is not for sure. It's not to give somebody an impression that you are spiritual, you are deep. No, it's to get results. I get what I'm saying. It's to get results. That's why you are born of God. To receive all that is yours. Hey, listen. And when you have it, you can distribute it. Oh, listen to me. What you have is what you can distribute. Now, I'm not telling you to try to have. I'm telling you to know that you have. And let me tell you, the same focus that it would take for somebody to attempt to have is the same focus it would take for you to know you have. You know, somebody who is trying to get is, is also laboring. Now, you who has will also stay conscious to stay with what you have and continue to know that you have. You just failed. I still have. Something just went wrong. I still have. I get what I'm saying. It looks like that business deal did not go well. I still have. I know that I have. That's what makes people come up out of defeat. That's what makes people bounce back what they know that they have received of the Spirit. Now, if you were a natural man, you use natural intelligence. But you're not a natural man. You are born of God. Say this with me. Say, I'm born of God. God. Say it out loud. Say, I'm born of God. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? Glory, hallelujah. So it is to know, not just a one-time knowledge, but a participatory knowledge that we might know. Otherwise, the enemy will be selling you cheap stuff. Why is it important to know the things freely given to you of God? So you don't find yourself in places where you're willing to pay for things that are free. Did you ever pay for something that is free and get home and realize it was free? Then you now realize you've been duped. How many of you like the feeling of being duped? Hands up. You like the feeling of being duped. Let me see your hands up. I mean, you enjoy being duped. Hands up. You enjoy going home and realizing you overpaid for something. Hands up. Nobody likes that feeling. Why do you want to be duped in life? Healing is already yours. A dupe is that you keep living with a sickness for many years. That's you buying a dupe. Prosperity is already yours. You buy the dupe when you keep living like a failure and you keep making excuses. Say, well, the reason why I'm sick is because I've been stressed. (laughs) The reason why I have a headache is because I've had a stressful week. I need to rest. Can't you rest without having a headache? Have you ever thought about that? Must you have a headache to rest? Why will we use the instruments of Satan to teach ourselves godly lessons? Rest is of God. 
headache is of the devil. Why will I depend on a headache before I know to rest? It is things you've been cultivated into, slowly but surely. The sign of you need a rest is a headache, then you go and take. No, I can rest without a headache being the prompter. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Because no one in Zion shall say, I am sick, not even with a headache. Glory, hallelujah. Let me tell you how the things God has given to you freely eludes you. All the excuses you're ready to make. As you're sitting down now, you're ready to make excuses as to why you did not hit the milestone. Excuse me, is this excuse is that. Stop all those excuses. You know, believers will learn to take God's word face value. Face value. Don't explain anything away. You shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Don't say, if, if, if I am in, my, in a good mood. <laughs> Don't say, if I'm in my best dress. <laughs> Don't say, if I'm wearing makeup. Eh, eh. Don't try. Don't say, um, until I have passed my degree exams. Eh, eh. You shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. The distributor of healing is already healed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Say, freely given. Say it again. Say, freely given. Say, I know the things that are freely given of God. Say it again. I know the things that are in the wheel. I know the things that are in my wheel. Listen to me. You are in a wheel session right now. And we are reading your wheel to you. And the first thing you should know about the wheel is that it's freely given. So you don't pay for it. Say amen. amen. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. I want to touch on that a little bit more. So this knowledge is participatory in nature. Please write that down. Participatory knowledge. It is an experiential knowledge as well. So if it is free, you have to position yourself to take it. And that's what you are doing now. Positioning yourself to take it. And to position yourself to take it is to know that you are taking it by the Spirit. Every time Queen starts to pray in the Holy Ghost, she's participating in her inheritance. You're taking that which belongs to you. Listen to me. World's wisdom, the world's wisdom cannot teach you what is in your inheritance. So when we pray now, it's not about, it's not necessarily, you see, the hours are important, but I've explained something. It's not necessarily about how long. It's about how interested are you in knowing all that belongs to you or participating in your inheritance. Has, has that headache not done you enough damage? So now, we're doing 12 hours, 14 hours, because it is exciting to go on a journey of our knowledge. I get what I'm saying? Not so that we not so we can have bragging rights. I get what I'm saying? It's not so we can tell somebody I did 18 hours. No, it is the longer we stay, the more we know. I get what I'm saying? The longer we stay, the more we know. Have you ever prayed in the Holy Ghost and it's like you're rising? Then before you know it, it's like you've you just kaya, you just enter a gosha. And then after a while, it looks like, you know, it looks like it's slow down again. But then, boom, then you enter another gosha. You are knowing stuff. <laughs> you, are 
You are knowing stuff that if human wisdom were to teach you, they would tell you to take 18 years. That woman was bent over 18 years. No healing, no miracle. 18 years. But Jesus came, an 18-year sickness ended in an instant by the Spirit. So on your job, you think you have to wait 18 years. In a moment, things can change. Like that. Like that. I sent you a picture, pretty, if, 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 if possible. That's, that's our miracle baby, amen. I told all of you. I told all of you, God has a good sense of humor. The baby came, I think, a, a day to my birthday. I was like, hey, yeah, look at this gift. Now, this lady, that, she sent that to me. Following up, following up like that. That's the lady I told you guys about. The doctor said she could not give birth or hold a baby. That her womb could not hold a baby. Call it, call it a coincidence. Then you'll be on your own. You know what I say, coincidence? Three years. You see, God is orchestrating things. That call you are making, because you are a man of the spirit, it will lead to something supernatural. We called her, come and do sips and whatever for us. Come and do juice. <laughs> she didn't know she was coming to receive a miracle baby. What are the odds that I'll ask, how are you? Those how are yous, they might be by the spirits. How are you? And then you, <laughs> instead of you to understand that it's an opportunity for you to say as he's doing you, you know, how you? okay. <laughs> because you know P.O.D. You are so used to him. You like his smile, his hug. But how are you? Oh, pastor. Ah, I have not been able to have a child for three years since I've been married. Going to the fourth one. And I told her, I said, ah, I have noticed that I have a special, I seem to have a specialty in these childbearing matters. You know, many of you think that it is until it is 50 before it is good to be talked about. It was only one I had seen at that time. But I said it like it was 100 because you magnify the good things that God is doing in your life. That's how you start the supernatural. By acknowledging every good thing. I've told you people before, it does not have to be big. It just has to be good. So you, you are seeing a flow of miracle. You don't know that it's by the blade that you, as you see the blade, you are trusting God for 10 million. You see 10,000. Uh, the miracle has started now. But you see, because... How, hey, the power of God is here. How did they know that there was going to be an abundance of rain? Small hand of cloud. That you, you say, negligible. Negligible progress. Ah, negligible progress. Negligible progress. Hey, you say negligible progress. You put negligible and progress on the same. <laughs> ah, something is wrong. The man said, you see, you need prophetic eyes by the Spirit to be able to interpret timings. The man said, it's time to run. 
There is now going to be an abundance of rain. Run, run into the city. So I told her, I said, ah, you are, this is your final boston. <laughs> and I was not joking. You see, many of you talk, you do Christianese. You like to sound like a Christian so that your pastor will not be disappointed. You know, a lot of people like to sound, you know, spirit cocoa. Hey, am I the one living your life? <laughs> I'm not the one in your shoes. No, it is to believe everything that you are saying with your mouth. So I told her, I said, ah, I, I already see you carrying your children. And I ministered the power of God to her. And she left. Of course, it's fire and forgets. I know all those things of how far now? How far? Uh -uh. If it's. Except you just want to check as per concern. Just, you just want to check on, on the person. Or to know whether the words you said has come to pass or not. Leave it. It has happened. Because it is God's word on my lips. I get what I'm saying? God's word on your lips will do the very same thing that it will do if God himself spoke it out from his mouth. Because it does not, it is, it is God's word. I get what I'm saying? And as he is, so are we in this world. So he spoke those words. It looked like he delayed, but he didn't delay. I get what I'm saying? Today, it's not IVFO. It's not IVFO. It's not artificial insemination. No. It is that same womb that they said cannot carry a baby. Is this not the baby now? I'm even getting ready to I'm getting ready to go and visit. Glory, hallelujah. Because the word of God works if you will act like he works. The word of God works if you will act like he works. And sometimes, don't be afraid to put yourself on the line. Don't be afraid to. You know, many of you can't talk, but what if they laugh? Huh? They've been laughing. Oh, you just don't know. They've been laughing since. I'm telling you. Even now, they are still laughing. <laughs> you want to stay with the jesters? You want to stay with the, with the fear of what if they laugh at me? What if they don't? Why, why, is, your, why is your mind always panning towards the negative side of things? Glory, hallelujah. Can we rejoice for our miracle, baby? Amen. Yeah. The womb that doctor said could not hold a baby. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. And I told her, I said, as many as you want. If you want three, if you want five. <laughs> as many as you want. You know, people think it's a one-time miracle. No, it's not a one-time miracle. I get what I'm saying. There is the, as the matrix opens like this, the flow has started. She will be the one that will say she needs to stop. Glory, hallelujah. And the bouncing baby boy, by the way. <laughs> Glory to God forevermore. Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? One more time, can you give the Lord a shout of praise? Glory, hallelujah. Say this with me, the word of God works. Say it again. The word of God works. I know what is in the will. You receive your will in partnership with the Holy Ghost. You receive your inheritance in partnership with the spirits. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. So those long hours of praying in the Holy Ghost, you are in partnership with the spirits. 
to take that which belongs to you. How many of you know without a shadow of a doubt that healing is yours? Amen. Provision is yours. Prosperity is yours. Hey, church, is this still the heritage here? Are you still living the heritage life? It's soft baby life. Oh. Soft. 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 And some of you are waiting until you hit 10 billion before you start living that life. No, that life is yours already in Christ Jesus that you may know the things that are freely given to you of God. That you may know. Glory to God. That you may know. Glory, hallelujah. Say I know, say I know, say I know. Say it again, say I know, say I know. Say it one more time, say I know, I know, I know. Say it again, say I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Glory to God, I know. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know my sins are forgiven. I know I have a heritage, a goodly heritage. I know that God is not angry with me. I know that this is a beautiful year. I know, hallelujah, I know, glory to God, I know, glory to God, I know, glory to God, I'm taking giant steps, I'm making tremendous progress, I know, glory to God, I know, glory to God, I know, glory to God, I'm not ignorant, glory to God, I have experiential knowledge. That's how you talk, the power of God is here. Pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Out loud, everybody. For a little over five seconds, pray in the Holy Ghost. 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 Rise to your feet, everybody. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you for engaging yourself in this episode. The trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprint Church and on Instagram at The Blueprint Church. Share.